handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. In today's episode, we are looking at five Indianapolis Colts who must take the biggest leaps forward in 2021 if the Indianapolis Colts want to go from a fringe playoff team to even further. These five guys slash five positions. We'll also talk about some some also positions, some other guys within that that must take the biggest steps forward. Now, it doesn't have to be all the guys in the position, but it, it needs to be at least one of these people, in my opinion. And for number five, I'm going to start with Bobby Okariki in that middle linebacker position. Now, I mean, it's no secret losing Anthony Walker. It's a pretty decent loss. I mean, we know Walker Ever since he got drafted in the fifth round in that 2017 draft, Ballard's first draft, he's been a pretty solid player for Indianapolis on the field and off the field. I mean, he did, did wonders. Darius Leonard said as much, right? He he basically was the captain of that defense. He got everybody in the right positions. He was that guy. And so losing him, just from a leadership standpoint, some other guys are going to have to step up. Uh, Darius Leonard has said as much. Bobby Okereke's another guy who's going to have to step up and step into that role even more in 2021. Now, Okariki was already out snapping Walker, so there's not a whole lot of concern that, that for that. Like, it's not like he didn't play a whole lot. Like, he's been playing a lot, but now his role's even going to increase more, and his leadership's going to have to increase as well. So I think there's a good amount of faith in Bobby Okariki, which is why um, I only have him at five, and also he's been a pretty good player. I just think there's even a higher ceiling we have not quite yet seen from Okariki that he's going to have to take to secure that middle linebacker position for the future. Um, and then just the other guys, the backup guys, who's going to be the backup Mike, the backup other linebackers as well. That'll be an interesting conversation, interesting training camp battles to see. But, um, yeah, those two starters um, obviously need to play well. But, you know, the other guys as well in that reserve role, who who's going to step it up? There's a lot of different candidates for that. Number four for me is that number two corner position. Rocky Sen especially needs to step it up. Now, the reason why I only have Rocky here at number four is because there are a couple other guys who are really vying for that position as well. So say Rock has another season like he did last year. He's up and down. He's inconsistent. He's getting called for penalties. I mean, I don't think the Colts would be hesitant in really plugging in a guy like TJ Carey or Marvell Tell or Isaiah Rogers to step into that number two corner position because – you look at the other two corner positions, the the number one was Xavier Rhodes and then the slot corner, you're pretty set there. You're pretty set. You have some of the better players at those positions. The number two corner has just been the glaring hole right now. And so somebody needs to step it up. I think the favorite has to be Rocky Ascent since he was that last year. But also there's some other guys who I think really could come into the fold. And if Rocky Ascent's not careful, they could take that position from him. So they are number four, that number two corner position. Number three for me is just one player, and that's Paris Campbell, right? Paris Campbell really needs to step it up, not in terms of, you know, production, because he's been productive when he's been healthy. It's just that. It's the health. Paris Campbell needs to stay healthy this year. 
I mean, he's a critical part of this offense. When Paris Campbell is on, this offense is at a new level. He provides something that no other receiver on this team provides in terms of speed, in terms of versatility. I mean, he's just a guy that you need to stay healthy because if he can stay relatively healthy, your offense is going to look completely different. So much more dynamic with Paris Campbell on the field. But he's got to stay on the field, right? The best ability is availability. And if Paris Campbell's not available, uh, this Colts offense is going to suffer for it. So he's, I got him there at number three. Number two, Kamoko Ture and these other young pass rushers. I put Ture here because I think he's the most favorite from anybody of these young pass rushers to step it up here in in his next in this next year in 2021. I mean, he's been injured, but he's the guy that's shown the most potential so far. Now you throw it back to that 2019 season, Kamoko Ture was on a tear for the first couple games until he suffered that gruesome leg injury in the Kansas City game. But prior to that... He was tearing it up in that game, too. He was a big part why the Colts took down the Chiefs in Arrowhead. So if Kamoko Turi can get back to form now that he's fully healthy and it looks like he's going to be ready for camp, if he can do that, I think this pass rush, we already know how good it is with the Forrest Buckner in the middle. If they added, if Kamoko Turi can get back to form, I'll let it pair alongside of Quiddy Pay and some of these other guys. I mean, th- this Colts defensive line could take another leap. And this defense would go from a top, top top 10 defense to potentially a top five defense. It really, last year was the whole reason why they weren't a top five defense was because of the lack of pass rush on the edge. So if Kamoko Turk can be a part of the solution this year, he can earn himself another contract for this next year, can be a big part of this team's future moving forward. But I think he's the most prime candidate. But if he can't do it, if he gets injured again or something like that, Ben Banigou, Al-Kadi Muhammad, Tyquan Lewis. There's a lot of these guys that need to step it up. I think Tyquan Lewis has done a lot better job than, than say, a Ben Banigou. Ben Banigou is kind of the guy right now we're just not a whole lot sure of because he just hasn't shown anything. He hasn't been on the field. So it's time for some of these young pass rushers to really step it up. Kamoko Turi obviously feel like he's going to be the guy that's the prime candidate to do that, but Ben Banigou's right there too, along with those other guys that I say. And the reason why I have it so high is because pass rush wins you games. You can get to the quarterback consistently. If you can rush for consistently, your defense is going to be ferocious, and that's going to win you a lot of football games. All right, number one, speaking of biggest impact, the quarterback position in Carson Wentz. We already know, we've talked to death how bad Carson Wentz was last year, how bad the Eagles were last year. It all fed into itself. It was just was, it felt like it was kind of a snowball effect, right? Like one injury would happen, and another injury would happen, then all this stuff culminated, and it just was a disaster of a season. It was this big snowball of disaster. And so throw in now Carson Wentz not having to be the hero like he had to do last year in Philadelphia, and even the year before that with all the injuries, playing, having to play hero ball a lot of times with really uh, a battered roster and, and a loss of talent on the roster and a bad coaching situation and all that kind of stuff factored into a, just an awful, forgettable season for Carson Wentz. But now he's back with Frank Reich, his, his former OC, right, where he had one of his best seasons as a pro in 2017. Throw that in with a combination of just the talent around him now with the running game, the offensive line, uh, T.Y. Hilton and some of these young receivers, the tight end group. Like this has so, so much potential for Carson Wentz to really elevate his game back to where we know it can be. And we know quarterback position is the most important position in football, I would argue, in sports. 
And if your quarterback is playing well, your team is going to be in the playoffs and in contention every year. I mean, how many times did we see it with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck? Sometimes those teams around them, if you took away those guys, they wouldn't win more than five, six games. You know, that's being generous for some of the some of the rosters that those guys had to endure. But what happened when those guys were out? Those teams were bottom feeders, right? And so if Carson Wentz can get back to even what he was in 2019, this Colts team is going to be a lot better. You live and die on how good or bad your quarterback play is. If Carson Wentz can get his quarterback play back to where it was. If it can be Phillip Rivers and maybe even better, this Colts team is going to be a very, very dangerous team heading into the playoffs this, this year. So that'll do it, guys, for my look at five players slash position groups that need to, ha- to step up the most here in 2021 for the Colts to take the next leap. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. That'll do it for this one. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Just want to say quick off, thank you so much for everyone subscribing and enjoying the content. Really appreciate all of you. Make sure you guys subscribe down below. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you guys want to follow us, we are there. So I just wanted to do a quick video for you guys. You know, we've kind of been doing a few of the videos of these players need to do this. These players need to do that. I figured I might as well talk a little bit about three players who I think need to take some of the biggest steps forward in order to be able to make a good impact for this team. Okay. Now there's one player on the defensive end here that I'm going to kind of change the definition of it to not the biggest steps forward, but maybe the most important steps forward. I'll kind of explain it when it gets to the very end, but I think the first person that we ultimately need to talk about here, and I think this is the most obvious, is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz needs to take the biggest step forward for this team in order for this team to be where it needs to be. Obviously, in 2021, Carson Wentz did not have a good season. We know what he can be, but ultimately, we're still in the shadow of everyone saying, oh, Carson Wentz sucks, you know, right? That's kind of what a lot of people are saying. but. He needs to take that big step forward because not only for this team, but just due to the fact, again, the quarterback is the most important position in sports and particularly in football. So if Carson Wentz doesn't step up big and be the quarterback we need him to be, then this team's ultimately not going to get very far, right? So it makes perfect sense that Carson Wentz be the guy that steps up and does what he needs to do Uh, in order to be able to help this team become what it needs to be. So there's a couple other guys on the defensive line that I could mention that, you know, could be in this category, right? But I think the one that that really needs to step up here uh, and take the biggest step forward is Kamoko Ture, okay? And here's why I say that. The Colts just drafted two defensive ends. You know, they drafted two defensive ends thinking that these two defensive ends they drafted are going to be the future for the Colts. The next Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis combo. That's what we're thinking. So Kamoko Ture, you know, from the start, we knew this kid could potentially be pretty good. And in 2019, when he started out that season, you know, really started looking really good. 
But ultimately, the injuries have happened. He's not been the same since. We just don't know how he's going to adjust. And now we think, you know, this guy can start losing some roster spots, you know, here very shortly, right? You're having to deal with these two new guys coming in that have a lot higher potential ceiling. And Komoko's really fighting for that spot right now to keep uh, relevance in this system. So he's a guy that definitely needs to take one of the bigger steps forward in order to be able to help this defensive line gain pressure and to be able to keep a spot the way he wants to. Now, here's a player that, again, it's not about taking the biggest step forward. This guy is already very acclimated already very well known as one of the best linebackers in football. I'm not discounting that. Not discounting that at all. I'm actually putting him in this argument because he specifically said it that this next season's going to be a challenge and I'll explain what that challenge is in a second, but the player that I'm referring to, and I think you all know what I'm talking about is Darius Leonard. Okay? Now Darius Leonard, the reason why I think Darius Leonard needs to take the biggest step, okay? You lost what Darius Leonard said, the leader of that defense, the middle linebacker, and Anthony Walker. Anthony Walker was the leader. He was the guy that kept things organized, called plays every now and again, switch audibles, you know, changes things up. He was the brains in, in that group, right? He was the guy that made sure things kind of went the way they needed to be. And Darius Leonard now being the quote-unquote captain of the defense now, you have to be the guy that now not only goes out there and is a captain and goes out there and does his job and plays his heart out, you now have to be respons- even more responsible for the rest of your defense. You now have to be the guy that steps in there and make sure that the defense is lined up right, making sure that guys are following assignments, making sure that you're getting pressure, making sure the secondary is in the right spot, covering the right guys. You know, you have to be that guy because Bobby Okariki is not going to do that. I could argue Bobby Okariki deserves a much credit of dealing with this kind of step. But again, Darius Leonard over the offseason said, you know, Anthony was the, Walker was the locker room guy. He was the uh, the film room guy, you know, breaking stuff down, making sure everyone else understood what they were doing. Now I have to do that. So Darius has already taken, I'm sure has already taken the step of being the leader and being the guy that Anthony Walker once was, right? But I'm saying that's why it's not necessarily the biggest step forward. It's the most valuable step forward for this defense, right? We know that DeForest Buckner is going to do well. That some of these other guys are going to do well and they're in prime position to do so. But Darius Leonard now has to be the mind to keep that going forward, right? So ultimately, that's exactly what I was thinking here. It's not necessarily the biggest value, biggest steps for him because he's already established himself. I'm just talking about from a valuable standpoint of being someone who fits into a new role. That's what Darius Leonard has to do. So like I said, guys, these are the three biggest steps forward or most valuable step forward. If you want for one of these guys for 2021. Now I could definitely put a lot of different guys into this group, but 
think those three are the most inevitable when you're talking about the success of this team moving forward and needing to take the biggest steps. Let me know what you guys think. I I'm curious to hear who you guys think might potentially be in that category. Is there somebody that I missed? And I I'm curious to see, because like I said, there's some guys that I could mention, but I didn't. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.